Okay. We're back in the room. We are. Um, I don't know about you, but I say we just get going because it's somewhere oh. nine o'clock. Yeah, let's go for it. I need to sleep. Yeah, you do. I need to sleep. I took so long to get ready today. I also, well, I need to eat at some point as well. Of course you do. You it need your protein. Good. You're a gr- uh, you're a uh, growing vegan. Yeah. Which means you need like fifty pounds of like <laughs> of lard, ve- whatever, whatever. Vegan lard. Vegan lard is the tastiest lard. It's yeah. the one that uh, they put a bit of cress in. It's scraped from uh, monkey nuts. Here we go, right? King Tut's back, and straight away, you know it's a good in. You know why? Because for no reason at all, he's got a pit of alligators. Yeah. And he loves them. He really does. Um, it's alligators. No, it's crocodiles, wouldn't it? Hmm? Crocodiles, wouldn't it be? Does he say alligators later on? I did. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, Do you get crocodiles on the Nile? No, like crocodiles, yeah. I don't think you get alligators. I think alligators are an American type thing. But they're in America. But he's... Yeah, so he could say they're crocodiles, but uh, they're actually alligators. Okay, maybe. Um, yeah, so... What is this guy, right? We haven't even done dates and things. I know, we got straight in. Hold on. Guys, yeah. let's 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 stop one second, because also I want to talk about this guy straight away as well. Yeah. So, to my notes. <laughs> you can... I. It's a classic. You can tell he's tired. I've been off mic all episode as well because I'm deaf as a post. It's fucking cold. Won't go away. It's like four weeks now. I probably got AIDS. Oh no! Not again. Well, you know that's what. Uh, well, it's, it's good to get. That's it what later. happened to uh, what's his name in it. That's what happened to uh, Magic Johnson. Uh, I was going to say Jim Henson, but yeah, you know he's like I just got a cold. Don't worry about it. And then he was dead. Jim Henson had AIDS. <laughs> Jim Henson had AIDS. Did he? Yeah. Oh, no, really? <laughs> <laughs> you, get it, you get it from a dirty puppet. Yeah, that's how he got it, yeah. Ugh. Never, that, never, that dirty Elmo puppet. Never share your puppets. All right. That's what, they te- that's what they taught me at school. Now, I'm tired, right? I'm not as tired as you, but I just suddenly thought, what if Jim Henson didn't die of AIDS? I don't want to hear about it. I did not know he had. Has he been serious? Hey, Siri. How did Jim Henson die? Yumi? But you found Jim Henson anyway, so let's go to his Wikipedia. 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 Uh, James Henson, American puppeteer, inventor, screenwriter, filmmaker. La 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 la. Uh, toxic shock syndrome caused by pneumonia. Ooh. Was it because he had AIDS? Did he have AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? When did he die? Like 1990 or something? Yeah. It's a long time ago. No, I'm, I, 16th I of May 1990. I don't think it was AIDS really. I'm sure it was AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're if it's right, you've blown my mind and then I realize it. But I also but I really think you made that up. <laughs> No, I thought Buddy Landis was dead for all these years, yeah. and he's not. I think this is your John Landis' death. <laughs> he's died. This is nothing about AIDS in Wikipedia. I mean, you know, it might just be a coincidence, but, like, but no, I'm, I'm. I think it would be quite a public thing if he died of AIDS. Well, 
I'm not saying, you know. He'd be used as a, well, not as a, not as a role model or a spokesman, but he'd be. Yeah, I'm not saying he cheated on his wife or nothing. I'm saying maybe a dirty needle or a transfusion. Blood transfusion or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, but... A dirty needle. No, I'm also not saying he's a heroin addict. <laughs> 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 From one of his bad puppets. Yeah. What if there was uh, just like a little little, little spare pin in one of his puppets and one of his oh, puppeteers had AIDS? Yeah. I mean, he'd have to get his hand in there really quick after the guy had cut himself. Because, you know, AIDS doesn't live outside the body more than like, like two minutes or something. Yeah. Or maybe it's 24 hours. But, you know, <laughs> all, all in all, what I'm saying is if you cut yourself inside a puppet and you've got AIDS, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't allow anyone oh, to use that puppet. Puppet AIDS. For at least four years. Puppet AIDS is the worst time. <laughs> Your stuffing goes sour. <laughs> it just turns brown. Yeah. Uh. Oh. oh, no. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all staying in because I'm a fucking idiot. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was only me who made stupid comments like that. I, I, honestly, uh, honestly, I'm sure he died of AIDS. Well, we'll update you in a further episode. This is even worse now because he didn't die of AIDS. He just went as a cold, I'll be fine, and then he was dead. Oh. I, always, I honestly <laughs> always thought it was AIDS related. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> Jim Henson definitely had AIDS. <laughs> he did now. In fact, I heard it. On, I heard it on a podcast. People are saying. So uh, anyway, we are back with uh, season two episodes. Forty-one and forty-two. No, we're not doing that. Seven and eight. Seven. Seven and eight. Yeah. Yeah. I think seven so. and eight, and AKA forty-one, forty-two. Yep. Uh, original air dates were September twenty-eighth and 29th nineteen sixty-six. Um. Which, for when this goes live, is pretty much an anniversary almost. Ooh, look at us. Uh, special guest villain Victor Bueno as King Tut. Guest stars Mariana Hill, Sid Haig, the legend. Uh, written by Robert C. Dennis and Earl Barrett. Directed by Larry Pierce. <laughs> okay. I, I spelt it P E E R C E. Oh. That's probably right. Why not? Pierce. Pierce. <laughs> uh. If that was you, you'd insist it isn't pronounced P. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh. Eight out of ten on IMDb. I'm, I already agree. Spoilers. <laughs> King Tut is back in town and planning to use scarabs trapped in amber to create a potion that will paralyze all humans throughout Gotham City. Yes, that is a plot. Yep. Um, yeah. So anyway. What's that noise? It's a truck backing up, I think. Bastard. But it took me a while to realise. Okay. Um, um, so, yeah. Here we are. Back with King Tut. He's got alligators. Maybe they're crocodiles. Let's not say potato, potato today. Straight okay. into his first uh, henchman. He yep. has a beautiful hat. Can you turn the volume up straight away before we even get going? Oh, there we are. Right. So here we are. Alligators about. Kaboom. Don't 
send me his royal lapidary for diamonds. Absolute genius. One. Why has he got an eye patch, this good man being robbed? It's Nick Fury. I'll turn it down again. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Nick Fury and DC. They're taking the piss. Yeah. Um, two. Yeah. Why does the idiot man who keeps saying, oh, my name ain't blah, blah, yeah. know so much about diamonds? Because he's a crook. I don't know that much about diamonds. Um, also, the guy on the left with the really weird moustache. Yeah. Why is he so familiar looking? Um, we will get to that. Well, when do you want to go to Henchman Corner? We can do a couple just now if you like. Oh, well, you can drop him straight away well, if you want. Okay, well, you've got Emanophis um, Tufik, played by Michael Pataki, mm-hmm. um, returns to Batman, the animated series as Sewer King. Nice. Played Captain Barbara in six episodes of the 1977 Amazing Spider-Man series. Nice. He was mime number four in Easy Rider. Mm-hmm. And he was Dr. Hoffman in Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. He also played Nikolai Volkov in Rocky IV. He's the guy who's like sitting across the table going, can yeah. he will crush you and shit? I, yes. Yeah. I thought he looked familiar, so, but this is weird. Um, now, I think the other one... Oh, sorry. Just one quick second. We oh, go straight back yes. in. Having a bandage on your head when you also have an eye patch. One piece of accoutrement yeah. too much? It's just like he was hitting the top of his head. That's <coughs> round about it. Um, also, we're introducing a new character here as well because we've got um, the assistant, yeah, Cleo. Because her other assistant isn't about. Yeah. Walking about, 60s boobs. I like to point them out every time because they're pointing at me. Um, that's horrible. Uh, but yeah, she's obviously a baddie. Now, she's she just... She's certainly obviously a baddie that even though... Oh, here's a weird thing. Yeah. Every time I watch an episode of this, I feel like I've watched the episode before. Yeah. I have not felt like no, this. No, I've never seen this one before in my life. Yeah. And I really feel I've missed out until now. Yeah. Um, oh, do you want to finish Henchman Corner before well, we go any further? Well, she's part of Henchman Corner, so it's going to be an ongoing thing because there's so many of them. Well, yeah, just drop it whenever you like. It's fine. Cool. It's just... um, we'll just say it's an, on, an extended one. Well, we're doing... There's an intro now. We've got yeah. our time. Um, yeah, so we have... Well, I'm not sure which henchman do you think that was. Was that the... It's not the apothecary. Um, could be the royal lapidary. Well, it's not Sid Haig, I'll put it that way. Okay, well, I think it's played by Peter Mamkos. Mm-hmm. Uh, previously appeared in three episodes of the 1953-57 Superman series. as three different characters. Okay. Seven episodes of the Lone Ranger. Uh, he was Borman in the Catalina Caper, which um, MST3K did the first uh, episode on. And he was also chief driver in the Ten Commandments. I mean, none of those ring a bell, but he looks very familiar. Yeah. Maybe he just looks familiar. Um, yeah. Maybe when you see a picture of a strong man, I imagine his face. Possibly. <laughs> um, but you had uh, the, uh, the female henchman, henchwoman. Mm, yes. Uh, Cleo Patrick, played by Mariana Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in Godfather Part 2 as Diana Corleone, which I'm sure is not her first link to the Godfather movies. I'm sure there's somebody else in... No, there's right. someone else we've hit um, before. And I th- um, also, she was in Mannix, but um, I think everyone that's ever been in Batman ever, or maybe everyone ever, has oh, appeared no, in Mannix at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where, if time travel is ever invented in our lifetime, mm-hmm. we should go back and check IMDb because we were probably in Mannix. Nice. Everybody. Is well, in how Mannix. about we do that, right? If we invent time travel. We will go and then we'll that. check that we're not in this episode of I Am. We'll specifically get back to being in this episode. Yeah. And we get credits. Fair enough. And so um, if we're never credited, we don't invent time travel. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, this assistant, her main job seems to be give everyone as many pills as they want. No. 
get people used to the fact you like giving them pills. So when you give them the big pills later, no one is wiser. I'm going to walk in one day and Commissioner's just going to be crushing pills in his desk and just snorting vitamin B. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh. Blow, snort, blowing, blowing you have a snorted limbs if it gets right to the source of Blowing the it up Chief O'Hara's arse <laughs> oh. He's naked but he's got his hat on <laughs> Oh you never take the hat off Well he's got yeah, Except for there right? Now this right is, this, is it me or is Batman being a little bit cunty here How pissed is he that he doesn't know that oh, I mean, yeah. as as He says hey it's me And they're like who the fuck are you And he yeah. goes Batman And they obviously say who and he's like Batman, and they obviously say who again. Yeah, and by that point he is so pissed off. Oh yeah, he's not taking any shit from this guy, and he's just like, "Motherfucker, again, everyone knows who I am." Oh, maybe if he saw you with a cowl and go, "Oh, that Batman." Yeah, maybe he knows other Batman. Yeah, maybe someone's surname's Batman. My name, my surname's Tom Sam. So yeah, there could be a you know, there could be a postman. There could be like you know. Look at Postman Pat. That, that's his surname as well, right? Yeah, Pat. Pat Postman? Yeah, no, Pat's his surname. Pat's his surname. Postman's his first name. Yeah. His, his Christian name. I never knew that. Yeah. Nominative, nominative determinism. That's he didn't have a choice. Totally. Uh, he didn't know what a Pat was, so he just had to go with uh, Postman. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, but the way that Batman says... Scarabs imprisoned in amber, amber is the sort of line delivery that you ex- uh, you you need in a yeah I mean it's, it's, it's world gone mad. It's also this is turning into a prequel to Jurassic Park. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> which, um, which is fine, um, but yeah. Also, in the next scene, right? Uh, someone says, "What sort of black magic is this?" Yeah. Where they are obviously doing some sort of surgical procedure. They're all in gowns. Yeah. Doing surgery. So I think that person may be the first flat earther. No. Well, not the first flat earther, but the first, you know, uh, flat. You know, it's, it's more like flat earthers, the new batch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I recently searched for flat earther podcasts. I can't tell if any of them are jokes and which ones are serious. Well, there was a, what was the. Wasn't there one, I think it was advertised in Mibim Bim, mm-hmm. which they say it's a Flat Earth podcast, uh, podcast, but it's they start off with the advert saying it's all serious about Flat Earth and shit, mm-hmm. and then they go, nah, it's just, just what we called it. We're not talking about that at all. It's bullshit. Um, but for a second, I thought it was going to be like a comedy podcast where they were just constantly going about Flat Earth. And I was like, oh, it wasn't that. But no, I, I quite like that idea. I like, because I am so confused by their science. Yeah. You know what I mean? You believe this? Yes. Cool. Then make me believe. Prove to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Why is the Earth flat? Because I can, I can like li- literally. You know how I can see that the world is curved because yeah. I can't see it all. Yeah. <laughs> Go up really <laughs> high in and I can't you're in hills. see. No, you see, you yeah. can't see everything. Ugh. No matter how high you go. So here's like this is actually a really well written couple of episodes because everything kind of ties in. There, there, there is continuity. Yeah, there is straight up continuity. Like in, in other episodes. ones where it's just like a case of that's rat. Sid Haig. Yeah, where I'm going to chuck in, I'm going to chuck darts in this corridor, and mm. then they'll explode later on, maybe if I need them. Yeah. Whereas no, that's can that seemed a bit random and just yeah. for the sake of it, just to get your can story finished. Mm-hmm. All of this, yeah, it all kind of links up, and it's all kind of explained a lot. Um, but I do have one problem with their science here. Mm-hmm. Um, is that. You're going to go and try and use electricity to and oxygen to yeah, reanimate yeah. these things. Uh-huh. 
do them one at a time because you've only got a limited amount. Mm. And if you fuck up and they all catch fire and burn and shit, you're well, screwed. Well, you know, I, uh, here's a little uh, thing, right? They're using 100,000 volts. Yeah. They put up to 200,000 volts. Yeah. Uh, a defibrillator tends to use between 140 and 1,000 volts. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I mean, that is but a lot. They're ramping up the reality for kids. But, I know. I know. We said this before with the like 150,000 decibels, yeah. whatever. They like to add thousands to stuff, right? But here's the thing. Um, where is it? How much air do they breathe? Right? When they oh, find yeah, that they're alive, like... the thing moves, right? The yeah. whole th- look, this massive yeah. bag of air is opening and, and closing. And they really have lungs as such. And like, there's a bug. Yeah. One bug. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> With a lung the size of mine. It's insane. Sid Haig is fucking trying to act Victor Buono off the screen in this <laughs> yeah, episode. The more you watch it, the more you think he's a goddamn legend. It's dueling acting. It's great. Oh, oh. oh that is some beautiful... I, as soon as you start kissing the hand of a skeleton. I want a skeleton. And also, this is 1966. That's a real skeleton, you yeah, can guarantee. I, I totally want a skeleton. That'd be cool. Anyway, um... This is amazing too. Look, look at the oh god, Christopher Biggins could have done better. <laughs> well, but yeah, because look, at, I mean, as I say, I'm not sure how exactly how beetles sort of lung. I don't <laughs> think they have lungs as such. It's air sacs or something, but not technically lung. Okay, yeah, but because they're small. Yeah, but also, but also to go, that's yeah. an awful lot there. Yeah, it really just explode. Is. Yeah, and also it's went from half a dozen. Quite a lot of beetles in there. <laughs> to, to a million bugs. Yeah. And I know they say they one one can breed so many. But you go, how? But here's an issue later on where he's having a bit of a cry about killing them all to get this stuff mm. that he needs. Patience, breed a heap. Yeah, then you've got tons and you can make more. Um Yeah, so we're doing the wall climb. Uh-huh. Now here we go. Yes. To Batman and Robin, aren't Green Hornet and Kato bad guys because they don't act like they're bad guys but they pretend to be villains right that's the point of the Green Hornet well yeah like it's it's an odd one but um, I say because you've got uh, Van Williams as Green Hornet not to be confused with uh, Val Johnson Val Johnson Val Johnson um, 26 episodes between 66 and 67 mm-hmm. um, he also he voiced President Lyndon B. Johnson in the Batman movie we watched Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Kato, I didn't even look him up. He's only got one line. He's probably nobody. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Ugh, extras, right? Yeah. Well, I, I actually I did look up who it was. Um, uh-huh. And of all the people you'd expect their IMDb will <laughs> be covered in blood, it's not him. No? no? Not even like three or four lines across the chest? No. It's so unlike him. It was a black and white one of just him looking moody. Ugh. Ugh. Never mind. Fuck him. He's dead. Uh, <laughs> that's harsh. Look, um, look, here we can you turn this up? Sid Haig does some acting gold here. But what form of curative do you require? <laughs> nothing, thank you. Nostrum called nothing. That I do not carry, Sarah. But <laughs> I do have all kinds of potions, lotions. And notions in stock. No, nothing. 
Why do they not think he's up to something when an orange plume of gas well, covers him? But I think it's also that because it doesn't knock them out. It's oh yeah, sorry. It is kind of a just a yeah. I'm just showing off the shit I've got, yeah. and it doesn't knock him out. And he's breathing it as well. And he's like, yeah, it's all good. I'm just a, a weird kind yeah. Egyptian apothecary dude. But it's like set up for next time, right? Because yeah. next time he puts like like proper cocaine's him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he totally does actually. There's yeah a lot of powder. <laughs> Um, if you want to, you know, you hear these stories, you know, people worry about asbestos, but yeah. you hear these stories of bakers now who get lung cancer because they're full of shit. Oh, geez. Right? Yeah. Are you uh, breathing anything, right? Uh, you know, that new thing, that MDF. How it? many times at school did you saw MDF? Oh, quite a lot. Yeah, right? That's super, the dust particles are so fine, yeah. they go into your lungs and swipe them When you get um, silo fires as well, though, right? Because you'll have like... Can I call them lung particles? I'm so tired. Carry yeah. on. But you've got like, kind of like silo fires because mm. the air gets so full of like the dust from like can flower and shit yeah, yeah. that it ignites because they're all rubbing together. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, you can blow up a piano and that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll quickly talk Jonas! about... Coke em. Coke em up! Booyah! Laters! <laughs> His little... In and out yeah. camera move. It's fucking classic. It's up there with Kevin Eldon in yeah. Black Books. We have a quick, uh, yeah, go quick chat about Sid Haig. Yeah, because I um, love Sid Haig. Well, you might have talked about. I just put down really. Um, if you need a tall, bearded man to be quite menacing, um, he's your dude apparently because it's a lot of what he does on his IMDb. Well, he does a lot of judges. He was the judge in Jackie Brown yeah. by Tarantino. Also, um, Captain Spaulding in House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, you know the, the Devil Rejects and the upcoming Three from Hell. Three from Hell, man. I'd say I can't wait, but you know, generally speaking, Rob Zombie doesn't make a film. I've not watched any of them, so. House of a Thousand Corpses, utterly stupid, but fine. Devil's Rejects, proper good. Yeah. Like, really good. Um, Yeah, he's in Kill Bill 2. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I didn't write that down, but yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, I guarantee if you look at him, he's got like a hundred. He just did an awful lot of exploitation films in the 70s. Mm. Yeah. but yeah, I came. I first sort of stumbled upon him on Jackie Brown, and someone was talking about Sid Haig, like he was a legend. He's only in this one scene, and you're like, "Who is this guy?" And yeah, I just, just catch him with other stuff. And then Rob Zombie started using him. I think he's also in Bone Tomahawk. Yes, he's in he like is. the. Uh, he's in like the opening scene of Bone Tomahawk. He's so good in that as well. Yeah, um, well, we'll get out of the way with it just now. The only other henchman. Um, Sethos, played by Boyd Santel, mm-hmm. um, returns to Batman in 68 in a Minerva episode, Zsa Zsa Gabor, as yeah, a Wayne the, Enterprise security guard. Isn't James Brolin in that one again? Is he? Yeah, oh, with possibly. a beard. Yeah. But um, yeah, just nine credits, so mm. yeah. Here you go. That's I'm sure that's James Brolin quarter. he's in there. I'm going to have to quickly look that up just out of intrigue. Yeah. But that is the quickest henchman corner we've ever done. But considering so much happens in uh, these two episodes, it's probably... Good. Right. What was in that cocaine? Because Robin just keeps sneezing for the rest of the episode. It really has affected him. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't know. They've been cutting it with something wrong. They've been cutting it with the paste. But I think, like, they go in there now. Okay, they're deputized kind of lawmen or whatever. Lawmen. But they still need, they still need a warrant to go and search that guy's thing. So then when he retaliates and doesn't let them through at the back of his shop and they just start a fight, mm-hmm. and they're in the wrong. Um, so it's just like I'm I'm definitely on the side of the the alleged bad guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's also he's going on to hear about the fact that oh, can, they're going to suddenly unleash these beetles on Gotham. Yeah. 
Well, no, they're not. But also, there's nothing to suggest these beetles are dangerous. So letting them go and letting them do their stuff. Okay, we're not talking like fucking cane toads in fucking Australia or some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's... Um, can they do that much bloody damage? James Brolin isn't in that episode. Oh, I'm two not. for two on horribly wrong Jesus. on things today. I love Tut's outfits in this. this yes. This... Um, feathered cape. At one point, he walks away, and I'm like, "You could rock that for a for a it's, Halloween." Um, is it in the next episode where he's he's standing with somebody and like, "Did you see you come in?" And he's dressed like that. And he's just oh like, yeah, and he just looks up and down at himself. Oh, and they like, yes, that, that's my favorite bit. Is the pause to uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so they're they're going to be crushing up. Um, or they're going to be extracting something from the scarabs mm-hmm. to... Uh, oh, this is a good scene as well where um, our dude's reading out the paper and he's really not got the patience for how shit he's reading. <laughs> but it's just... I'm sitting looking at him going, as, oh, much, no. as much as I think this could be my Halloween costume at any point, I totally identify with him. We there need to go off. back though, right? Oh, yeah. um, let me skip this back. Right? And uh, pause a second. Oh. Now, if you put the volume up, I did. Okay, this is—I find this so strange, right? Yeah. Um, but yet again, uh, one we haven't mentioned that the virus he's making is called Abu Rabu Simbu Two. Abu Rabu Simbu Two. <laughs> um, the you know the fact he needs his Sphinx more continuity. Yeah. And yeah, please watch this where he says. Uh-huh. He repeats it back. And they cut the audio where he says Didn't mind. That's weird. Do it again. Scotland Yard. Black Museum. They literally just cut it out. And I looked it up on IMGB, right? And apparently where they say Scotland Yard. Yeah. Right. Oh, you need to. Oh, sorry. Uh, where they say Scotland Yard, they couldn't get Victor Bueno, and they got someone with a Spanish accent to say it. Yeah. And it was so distracting that in certain versions it's cut out. I'm sure I heard him say. Oh. Then apparently you might have the distracting Spanish version, Ooh. or an, a newer. I could do a, an impersonation yeah. of Victor Bueno, uh, Scotland Yard. <laughs> I got Peter Serafinowitz to do. <laughs> nice. Oh. Oh, Abu Rabu Simbu 2. Abu Rabu Simbu 2. Hey Siri. Abu Rabu Simbu 2. Sorry, I couldn't find what you were searching for. Why? It's so obvious. Are oh. they not taking into account they probably need little plants behind them as well? No. So that is comedy gold yeah, in itself. It right? is pretty good. No. Like, I just my only note for this is. Nice bush work. Yeah. Because it was. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so they're away to go and pinch that. Yeah, Robin's, Robin's hiding inside. Tucked up inside. Basically, um, in his own way, his own bug. You know what I mean? Oh. Always bugging people. One way or another. <laughs> Poor boy. <laughs> what, so, is it a bug or... A scarab. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not funny. Scarabs would take offence to that. They're probably not bugs. 
I've probably got a union or something going. Exactly. Oh. Oh, this is insane, right? What happens here? They chat for a while, then he drops the radio, right? When he realizes that Cleo's in on it, right? Yeah. But he drops the ra- radio, and they go, you know, open the spring door. Yeah. And he fires out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty good. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Also, can someone make a mobile phone that looks like a bat transmitter? Oh, that'd be cool. I mean, they've made one that... Look, at here we go. Overacted again, Sid Hay. It's fantastic. My God. He does look... You know what he kind of looks like? You know when in Beetlejuice um, they stretch their faces out? <laughs> He's like the human version of that. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he had... You know, he obviously possibly had, like, bad acne as a kid or, like, yeah. like you know, some... You can see in later life why he chose to grow a beard because he probably cut himself shaving an awful lot yeah. just for the, you know. Um, but that beard makes him look a lot bigger than he is. I assumed he was like a, a wee tank of a man. Yeah. But he is like a slender fucker. He's like, oh, look at that. I just didn't... Young sit out. I was taken aback by how desperate he is to act everyone off the screen. Yeah. Saying that, the idiot boy is great too. In fact, the only person I really have problems with it's clear. Yeah. And that's not until the next episode where there is some insane acting that I'm going to have to play a couple yeah. of times. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't know, did Commissioner Gordon mention her name in full because it's like Cleo Patrick? No, she was Miss Patrick. Is it Miss Patrick? And then it's, okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, so they've... Because the thing is, right, she's called Miss Patrick. And even though I had not seen this episode somehow... I knew she was in on it. You know what I mean? Oh, well, yes. I didn't even know what it was. No. And you knew but she you was get in that. It. As soon as they introduce a character, you go, right, if you show up in another scene. <laughs> well, I don't know, because remember, he had, like, early on, episode two or three, he had that assistant, right? Yeah. She kept coming in, and she kept, you know, that whole, those two episodes, she had, he had an assistant. Just a, she never came back again. That was just to set this up. <laughs> Um, She's been on holiday now, for a year. Here's the thing as well. Uh, Batman announces that okay, they've lost radio contact, mm-hmm. but he planted he planted radioactive bat pellets in his belt. Yeah, you're desperate to give Robin cancer. Yeah, Robert's never having Robin's never having kids. No, Robert, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not him. Batman and Robert. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ro- Robert's never having kids because he's uh, Batman's Friday. Could it be Robert Smith from oh. The Cure? <laughs> Now, there's something else that's new in this. Mm-hmm. Individual death trap. Because mm. it's not the two of them that are Well, no, peril. Robin's had it before. Remember? Is he? Upside down in the clock tower. What was that one again? I think that was the bookworm, right? He puts him on the bell. Okay, Who yeah. Who does the bell toll? It tolls for thee. Oh. And then there's that insane time, right? Remember? Because they're like, he's going to die in 60 seconds. And Batman has to drive across the entire city. Yeah. And you see this countdown still going down. And he, he has to get over. You know, he has to do, like, basically four days work in a minute. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is very badly put together. Um, yeah, he chose poorly, though. Yeah. I mean, really, you know, uh, the dude from Last Crusade should turn up here. Chose poorly. poorly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They're saying that he's also being pretty useless. No, I, I won't go into why until that is some fucking great work as well from uh, uh, get get your dindins which I thought yeah. he kept saying get shit for, at first <laughs> yeah. 
Oh. Um, do you want to put the volume up for this just before he says it? Yeah. Uh, I'll return, rewind. Eat shit, Dindins. Who are you calling? <laughs> Who are you calling? Who are you calling Dindins? Dindins, you bitch. Eat shit, Dindins. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I was taught right. I don't know what that's going to do. But anyway. I'm pretty sure he just sat on a dildo. Yeah. It's like, yeesh! Above all, will Batman arrive before the boy wonders... Perch. Perch. It disappeared so quickly. I thought it said peach. I'm like, was I right about it? Until then? Will Dindins be Robin's peachy buttocks? <laughs> his peachy, peachy skin. <laughs> rip, apart, rip apart his young, slender body. <laughs> Batman's going to be eating alligator burgers for a long time to feel better. <laughs> Oh, I'll get her stringy. See, this is what I don't like about you. No, it's, I, that's I, why I'm glad you became that's a actually, vegan. That's actually a reference to um, Asterix and the Twelve Tasks uh, Obelisk, um, or whatever his name is. Is it Obelisk? Just, Obelisk. More Obelisk. Obelisk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He because he something about they're going to can attack them with crocodiles, and he's like, I don't like crocodiles. Crocodiles stringy. Uh, I don't know. I used to really like it. I had a lot of Asterix compendiums back in the day. And I liked the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember... Remember the, uh, the one where they go to Londinium yeah. more than any of the others? I think it was Top Tasks was the one I watched the most. So. I quite liked the... Uh, uh, could I get a spot of milk in my hot water? Because they hadn't invented tea. Remember that one? No. You know he drinks his magic potion, right? And oh, yeah. he gets real strong. They don't have that for all the Britons when they have to take on the Romans at the end. Right. But they have tea. Right? So the joke throughout the whole thing is uh, everyone gets hot water. They, they literally, they've got all the fucking, yeah. you know, the racist jokes that you'd expect <laughs> that the Britons keep stopping for tea breaks. But there's yeah. no tea breaks, so they have hot water breaks. And someone always goes... Can I have a spot of hot, uh, hot uh, spot of milk in my hot water? And then like half a dozen cups all going at once. <laughs> and at uh, the end, they put the tea in the hot water, and then they all think they're super strong and great. And that's when they beat the Romans. So basically, their magic potion all along's just been caffeine. Uh, been uh, yeah, just been a classic uh, English breakfast tea. Oh. There you go. That's all I remember, but it was good. Hmm. Uh. There you go. Do you do you like the live action ones with Gerard Depardieu? I have not seen that. No, I haven't. But yeah. you know, because I don't like to watch r- rapists have no. fun. <laughs> it's kind of put me off him a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but well, I'm no. pretty sure it's true. Um, yeah, this is off sub- subject, but talking of old stuff that was made new, um, you seen the trailer for um, Stan and. Ollie. No, but I've heard about it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's just on the BBC, right? Or it's made by the BBC. Is it? I'm not sure, but it's um there's at one point where and Oliver Hardy's obviously having some sort of heart attack. Mm. You only get a quick glimpse of it. The makeup effects on John C. Riley for someone definitely having a heart attack and almost dying. Mm. Yeah. I, I know there's Oscars for makeup. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're nominated, but probably should be. That's a, I think it's a TV movie. Yeah. I think officially. No, it's, well, is it? All right, okay. No, I think it's made yeah. by the BBC, no. so it might get theatrical in America. It's getting, oh, it's getting theatrical here. But, is it? Yeah. I'm sure it was be. See, I'm wrong about everything today. Yeah. I've got no sleep. But, um, but yeah, there is... Jim Henson got AIDS. No, no, <laughs> but see, there is just one quick sort of glance you see, and it's just the grey mask of death on John C. Reilly. It's like, fuck, that's good makeup. Mm. Really fucking good. But yeah, it actually looks... Quite interested to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's off subject. I have never noticed until just now. We're on mm. the still for the um for the, the Batman end, end credits. credits. Yeah. The very ornamental lamppost. <laughs> it really is. It's right? really out of place and again. Also, it's huge. Yeah. I mean, look at the size of those. The, the buildings the... next to that one lamp. I must light up the entire. So they've only got one. It lights up everything. <laughs> That's radioactive too. Yeah. I think I like that bat signal more than any of the other bat signals. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Anyway. So yeah, um, oh, yeah, we're not reviewing this yet because this is just midway through. Sorry, I was getting confused. Yes, no, we're halfway. But yeah. Um, and w- by the time we record next week, we'll have forgotten that we've done all the Henchman Corner and we'll do it all again. Yeah. I'm going to rewatch the second one because I look at my notes, they're quite mm. sparse for the next episode. Yeah. Um, I said there is obviously always less that goes on in the next one. Mm. But I just think can can definitely get more out of this one because... It's gold. Can, it is, it's good. Good cookies. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Cheese cookies. Cheese it. Cheesy cookies it. <laughs> <laughs> Premium fuckboard.